Test, 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 one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Political curfew. This is your host, Mr. James Tunis. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good evening. This is your host, Mr. James Tunis, back at it on political curfew. Uh, Hope everyone is doing well. Um, You know, it's a lot of chaos going on right now. It's going to be an interesting topic today uh, because um, I I think the discussion needs to be needs needs to be focused on the history of black America. And the topic is, do you know your history? And, uh, And the reason why I bring that up is because throughout these last couple of weeks um, there has been massive amount of changes massive amount of 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 movements when I mean movements more protesting Uh, we're seeing ideologies change we're seeing history change Um, we're seeing people change but the number one question is do people and I, when I say people, I'm talking about the black community. Actually know their history. Because when I look at the comments, the thought process of black people in America, it just seems to be um, seems like people are lost, man. Yeah, the you know when it when you see the the consistent loyalty towards the Democratic Party, but then they fail to understand the Democratic Party were the number one advocates to hold on or basically uh, sustain and create slavery. It's mind-boggling to me. Truly mind-boggling to me because when I look at it from that perspective, and I look at the major players that were involved, it really makes me really look back and say, how was I conditioned to align with this political party? Do I actually know what the constituents of the Democratic Party stand for. Does the chronological order of African Americans in this country truly ally with some of these political systems? And I mostly talk about the Democratic Party because blacks are very loyal to the Democratic Party. But at the same time, a lot of us don't know our history. Like we sit here and we speak our political views and we we say pick the less of two evils. Am I basing on the current condition or should I look at the at the historical condition? The symbolisms that go out through America when it comes to the statues. And it's funny, when you look at those statues, they're in mostly in predominantly white neighborhoods. There was a recent one in 
Boston with Abraham Lincoln and the slave basically bowing down to him in shackles and it looks like he was petting his head and that statue is in the north end Italians which are pretty much damn near 99% white and I said to myself how many white individuals walk by that statue and feel embraced by it how many of those individuals kept quiet about it as they say white silence is no different from an individual who who inflicts the racist views and I had to comprehend, comprehend to myself how long has that been there why hasn't the community in the North End ever addressed that and I come to realize why should they? It's a part of them. It ignites who they really are. It creates the mindset of superiority. It's clear. Because history is not only in the books, but it's in the symbols, it's in these statues. It's in these areas that are hidden from the textbooks, but placed in public eye view. In areas that that systematically are made for individuals for individuals not to wander, their minds to be accepting. And also, obeying. See, as much documentaries, as much information is out there, I realize for us to really advance and understand who we are, you have to educate yourself about the past. And it may scare people. It may create emotions. But remember, those things are so important. It's like the Nat Turner Rebellion. The history of where it was illegal for black people to read a book. My motto is, I read every day because it was illegal. And there was a reason why they did it, because they didn't want me to know what I know now. And I live and, buy, I live and die by that rule because the significance of information is so powerful. And that's the number one thing, man, is the, the importance of information. See, the rabbit hole of black history, it's not about the marches. It's not about also the civil rights. It's about the dark side of it. The pain of the ancestors. The lynchings. 
the unjust crimes, the cries, the tears, the prayers, solidarity. I was wondering to myself, and I thought through this, I looked at the Ahmaud Arbery situation, Martin Day lynching, and I, I took a breath and I said, James, I want you to process that feeling of running for your life, not in this modern day time, but throughout slavery. And as I closed my eyes, and I imagine running through the woods and hearing the dogs, hearing the slave catchers screaming my name, threatening me, running after me, the emotion of fear, pain. The cries and tears that I would shed because no one would hear me. No one would know my history. It wouldn't be documented and no one would know except for those that love me. These are the things that many of us in the black community need to take a step back and look back and really understand the pain of those before us. It was an uncomfortable feeling going through that deep thought and imagination. And I said to myself, wow. Is this the pain that our ancestors truly felt? Can my mind wrap around that? Wrap around that. That feeling. Of despair. And I realized one thing. There was a reason why we fought back. There was a reason why. We had to stand up for ourselves. See, the problem is that history will never lie to those who know the truth. There's a big difference between the white culture and black culture. And then I don't want to say all whites, right? There are times in white society, I wonder, why do they ignore these things? Why do they embellish the concept of unity in America when America has been totally different for the black man and black woman. Why is there so much lies in our history books? Why is it so much discouragement? Is it fear? Or is it power and greed? And when I assess everything, it is about power and greed. To control the narrative. To keep those at bay. To say, you should not remember. You should forget. But it amazes me how America never forget, never forgets the Civil War. 
never forgets 9-11. It never forgets. Truth be told, as we progress forward, it is going to be very crucial and critical that we not only educate ourselves, but we re we recreate ourselves through that process. This is not a ploy to to look down upon us because we haven't made certain choices in life to really put us in certain positions. I think now is the time now is the time to really know who we are. COVID has brought the the best and the darkest times. We're seeing America for what for what it is. And a lot of it is the racist rhetoric and behaviors that's been going on for how many, many years. It's it's a, it's a selective narrative, right? Some of us will say, I'm proud of my grandparents that fought in the Civil War, World War, and they fought for the freedoms of America. Ask a black man that question who had parents go through the same thing. See, the history always shows the history that we're taught continuously shows us the you know the the guts the glory but never shows you the pain it never shows you the lens of of another person of color and to stand there side by side with with an individual and wonder when it's all said and done Will I be looked at or respected the same? Time will tell, family. Time will truly tell. But again, please. It's an awakening. You see the changes around the world. The symbols are coming down. The ability to address racism head on is being speared at the forefront. I ask y'all, there's no sports, there's no true entertainment, but there's one thing that you can do, educate yourself. Go know your history. Go to the dark side. Read. And journalize your feelings. And when I say the dark side. I'm talking about. The pain. That many African Americans face in this country. 
Not just now. Through the deep, deep dark side of history. The slavery. The pain of the slaves when they were on those ships. The children that they lost. The unprofessional medical doctors who were really prisoners, who raped, who pill, who, who, who pilgrim, pil, uh, pillaged those individuals. It's a dark place, man, but it's a place. That we all need to go. It's going to be painful. I can tell you. But be prepared. Because I. Out of all that darkness. There's one thing that makes. The tunnel so bright. We are still here. We've achieved things that even myself, I wonder how. Four hundred years. We don't ask for revenge. We truly ask for equality. Family. I thank you for listening. I appreciate you. I love every single one of you. Keep growing. Keep developing. And thank you again for being on Political Curfew. Good night.